0: Hey, Hill. Hey, Jenny. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day, drinking some whiskey.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a normal day here in Garden of Tartland. Except we do have a special guest today.
1: We do. We
0: do because it is all pop all year. We are so excited to have someone who had an extra special Pop Mart experience.
2: Mm. So.
0: Ryan do you want to say hello
2: hi hi everybody thanks for having me hello
0: so this is Orion Salazar he is one of the original members of Third Eye Blind were you in the band 93 through like mid-2000s is that right
2: yeah like 2006 yeah awesome
0: Grammy nominated bass player writer producer Um, what are some other bands that you've been in since then
2: um, I, I've been doing, I've made a record last year. We went uh, with a band called Flipside and we went to, um, the, the singers from Alabama. He's actually, um, uh, so, so he knows the people at Muscle Shoals fame studios. You guys must be hip to the fame studios since you're know yeah. about rock and roll. And so, yeah. Nice. Um, so he's really tight with Rick Hall, who's who, and we went and, um, uh, tracked a record there. We did like 14 songs in seven days, super old school, yeah. all the gear is there like the the, the fender roads that um they used on the first aretha franklin um uh i think it's you make me feel like a natural woman just all kinds of historical gear and yeah i'm a gear nerd so that was amazing so yeah a band called flipside cool um yeah that's actually the sort of coolest thing i've done and um i play with a friend of mine's band called victory kid we just went to europe uh, say, you just last. had
0: a big tour with like you just had a big overseas thing with them right
2: it was a couple of weeks in yeah. uh, switzerland and and like germany and it was amazing and That's at the cute. end of it i got to go hike on the swiss alps and like yeah it was really nice
0: oh that would amazing. be amazing i would love that well we are so excited to have you here because third eye blind opened for you two on the PopMart tour um mm-hmm. in like october november 1997 we were there for one of them Two. I was nice. at two. You were two. I was at yeah. one. And it was such a huge thrill. I remember like semi charm life was just blowing up. And see you all on that huge stage and not really know who you were yet was such a stinking blast. Such a blast. We were we were right at the rail of the B stage. At least I
2: was okay.
1: um, in um, Texas. I was in nice. uh, New Orleans at the same spot. Same yeah. Spot.
2: And it was cool. cool the B stage where they yeah. come out and do the, yeah. They okay. come out. yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah. your singer, Steven was the only, only opening act we ever, ever, ever saw leave the main stage
1: still to this day. ever, No one's ever oh. left the main stage before.
2: Really? I mean, the thing is like, um, I mean, we can get into it later, but like yeah. we all, maybe on those shows, like I was still too timid to do it, but it's at a certain point, we all went out and did the stuff super ramp, the star ramp. And you're right. The thing about you two was like, they seemed to let us, um, they seem to be super generous with letting us do. I mean, I don't know if you're not supposed to, but I, as I recall, it was like, yeah, go for it. I'm- That's how cool they were. They're just, yeah. you know,
1: we've seen a many many YouTube show and to this day I've never seen anyone step off the main stage
2: yeah so is it like a, a respecting maybe you think we were just so green and like <laughs> hey da, 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 all right, no I just or, it
0: just it was that it's that rare it was, I mean it stood out it was right? it was oh, awesome yeah. I mean it was amazing oh, cool. yeah. yeah
1: yeah it was really great to, and and very very you know memorable yeah because that's we nice. weren't like, we weren't like, who the hell do they think they are or anything. We were just like, <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. Like, because we yeah. were still kind nice. of
0: clean in the U two concert world too. Kind
1: of.
2: Really? Okay.
1: Where, are, mean, you co- where are you? Where are you? I'm sorry. Where I'm
2: are? Where ahead. is the band from?
1: Where are oh. you from? Where are you right now?
2: So right now I'm in L A.
1: You're in L A. Okay.
2: Yeah, and but the band is from um, is Bay Area band like full on. Stevens from Palo Alto and uh kevin's from berkeley i'm from oakland brad the drummer who still plays with steven is from uh, marin county so it's it's a definitely a bay area band yeah
0: cool um well before we get into the nitty-gritty and stuff what are you drinking this
2: evening oh i'm sorry yeah ladies first no. please
0: no you go no, no first you to go to guess. first guest that's the honor i
2: thought you were asking me yeah okay um i
0: was and then having... i i stalled in it i messed it up
2: <laughs> all good no problem I'm I'm having a, a Doer's uh, twelve year scotch. It's just a whiskey I found and um, with ginger in it, Ooh. a little bit of ginger, like a splash of ginger. Lovely. so scotch and ginger.
0: What about you, Hill?
1: Um, I am finishing my Stella cider. Just have a little bit right. left, but then I'm switching to Screwball because I have I found a little bottle.
0: I also have screwball peanut butter whiskey in my this is probably whiskey. <laughs> We're obsessed with screwball whiskey. I don't nice. know if you've had it. It's from Southern is, California.
2: Is screwball the one that's cinnamon taste? Oh, uh, it's no.
0: peanut butter.
2: Peanut butter. Wow. Okay. I'm down. I'll try it. I haven't I haven't I'm not hip to it. Nobody yeah. hit me to that, dude
0: so <laughs> don't be fooled by other peanut butter flavored whiskeys
1: no just because okay. they, they, not not. The
0: they are not the we same they're not the same. we take
1: no sponsorship from screwball but but we would <laughs> we,
2: it holds we a just special Don't place.
1: respond <laughs> they
2: just don't respond
1: <laughs> wouldn't <When, laughs> it's not like we don't mention them in like almost every uh but they don't respond so
2: okay give it time We'll <laughs> oh,
0: give it time. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. So set the stage. Third Eye Blind, yeah. 1997. What was going on? <laughs>
2: <sighs> okay, no, know? no, but really, like, okay, so, yeah, because I, I wrote it down. Um, uh, so we put our record out in the spring of '97. You know, and and Third Eye Blind had been like, um, we've been a band since '93. So it's like I played with Stephen around four years. We had a few almost instances of almost getting signed etc etc anyway we put out the we did get signed we put up that record and and then if you can imagine like uh three to four months after the record coming out and we were touring during this whole time and we were playing clubs uh played a few shows in ohio i remember there was like 10 people in the audience and uh but who cares it was awesome i mean it was like really exciting and and then we got to, things started to, they felt like, I think I was hearing, yeah, the song is doing all right at radio, semi-term life. They put the single out and we were in, and it must've been like in August or September, we were in Amsterdam at a club called the Paradiso, which is famous, super famous rock club. And I had never played there before, but it was like, wow, was cause, and you know, Amsterdam, they've got like, um, weed cafes and it's just a sort of hedonistic vibe and a bohemian vibe happening. It's a cool city. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I remember being downstairs backstage before the show. And for some, our manager had traveled to, to a certain leg of our European tour with us. So he was out there with us he, and our manager was a pretty cool guy. And I just remember about to go on and uh, he comes in the room with his eyes are all big and he goes, you guys, his name's Eric. I just had the craziest phone call. They want you to do one month alternating shows with uh, uh, the Rolling Stones and U2. So something like eight, eight shows with U2, six shows with the Stones, and going back and forth between the two bands in one month.
0: Oh my which God. is Which is like yeah. next
2: month, basically.
0: <laughs> Tomorrow, with,
3: yeah.
2: It's the craziest thing to hear. You're like, what? Like, it's just so... So, so, you know, um, but it was really exciting and, and, um, yeah, that's, that's the first time we heard about it. The one thing I should say about U2 and Third Eye Blind, it's kind of important is, um, personally, like I wasn't a huge U2 fan. I, I, I remember hearing, I will follow on the radio and like the, the, in like maybe 1980 in the Bay area yeah. and, and loved it. But like, um, I don't remember buying the records. I remember, I do remember seeing uh, the Sunday Buddy Sunday live at Red Rocks video. Um, I don't think it was on MTV, but it's some kind of video music video show and just being totally blown away. You just, it's just so undeniable what's happening in that footage, yeah. that concert, how good they sound, how cool they look. It's just like the power that coming off the energy, the energy coming off the audience. It was like portent of like, that's what you 2 is. That's what they bring to the to the stage that that no other band really you know most bands no no other bands have it's this church thing happening um oh my and God, you're in speaking that,
0: our language <laughs> yeah,
2: in that Steve video even drum. though i was yeah even though I like i just, i think i must have been 13 and i just thought i just was like holy shit it's just so powerful you know it's just it's such a beautiful song there's some kind of message happening the band is rocking and so I remember, like that—that that made a big impression. I wasn't playing music yet, so music wasn't the center of my universe. But I was a big fan. But but, so so I was—I wasn't told, even. With, by the time we got to tour with U2, like I loved all the sort of U2 songs I knew and the hits, maybe, and I thought they were a great band. But I didn't own any records. Kevin Cadigan, the guitar player from Third Eye Blind, who like co-wrote a bunch of the songs,
3: yeah,
2: is massive U2 fan. I think he was always like in all of our bios from the beginning was like the edge is my number one influence. And, and he's Irish. He's Irish. He's got a dual, he's dual citizenship. He's from um, I can't remember where it is, but he's like a was like a town called Kinsale Harbor. So he meant a lot to him. And um and and he loved U2. And so for 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 him t- the fact that we were getting to play with the U2 was like total beyond anything you could have hoped for dream come true so that that was that was like i just thought i should mention it for kevin yeah
0: for sure it was
2: heavy it was heavy
0: i knew that yeah you all didn't play um a lot of your opening gigs back to back but i didn't know why so that makes sense now that because you were at the stones when you weren't with you two you're with the stones right yeah dude we were we were going
2: back i mean it was it was insane and and the funny thing is like you two's audience, like you guys, were a little more. I remember because what, being on that stage, you're just looking into like it looks like you're looking into space. I can't
0: You ever imagine. seen, you ever
2: seen Ga- Galaxy Quest? By yes. Any chance? Remember when <laughs> I they literally first?
0: just saw it recently, a few months ago.
2: Remember yeah. when they first they get they he, he gets them all in the thing and he, and, and the, the something lifts up and they see that they're standing and they're gazing into space and there's a few lights anyway. Yeah. That's what it felt like to be on stage at a U2 or in any of those arenas, the stadiums. And so U2 fans, I felt the energy was like, all right, we'll, we'll give you a chance. You know, and it was a little bit of love. Some people, obviously there were like maybe 20 people who knew, knew what was out, knew our music. Yeah. And then the, the rest of them that was just like, you know, kindness. The Stones audience was not, that was a completely different vibe. The Stones was like, can I hear Jumping Jack Flash already? I don't need this in my life. Like, <laughs> boo! You know, like it, it was
0: bedtime.
2: Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Interesting, but um, yeah, but it was. I mean, still super exciting to to do it. So yeah, I'm sorry. What did you ask me? Why did I go on that tangent? Um,
0: oh, we were just, <laughs> we were asking like, what was 1990? Like, where were
2: you? Oh,
0: in 1990.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So so. So, okay. So we get the news. I'm looking at my notes. We get the news. I, okay. And then the, they set up the tour. They got the dates confirmed. And um, I think one of the first things we heard was like, okay, uh, they're going to let you use the jumbotron screen to put your logo up there and get this. You're the only band they've, they've let do it except for Oasis. So oh. rage and all these other bands no jumbotron for no, raging I remember
0: your logo being and up
1: i up, but i remember like
0: no one i remember
1: told. i remember your i'm not sh- i remember your logo being up there but i don't for some and i remember oasis but for some reason i don't remember that i don't i don't think,
0: I don't think remember they made a big anyone deal else up on the screen
1: but i don't i don't feel like i got the like the magnitude of that at the time
2: that's huge it was a big deal that was well, huge. That the reason. Yeah, it was huge. It was like it was like an, a somebody must have. I mean, obviously that that kind of decision comes from the top. I'm a ama- I imagine, and yeah. So they were kind enough to go. All right, well these guys, yeah. And then the rest, you know, um, and that was like really like whoa. That was a big deal. I mean, we could tell that was just super sweet. Yeah. And that was the first, the first, um, the first in instance of like seeing how fucking cool. Part of my language this band is oh, go for it
1: it's
0: all the language
2: i mean they yeah. really really this is what i found like during this tour i just saw these guys are awesome so yeah so that was exciting okay wow we we get to use a jumbotron no one does we're gonna we're gonna put our logo up there while we play that helps us while we're playing and yeah cool great so then what else happened okay then i'll skip to the our first show want to hear about our first show yes please so okay so the first show I can't remember where it was. I, I, I found Toronto. the, the wiki witch- it was in Canada. It was at, yeah. that's right, it was at the Sky Dome. And, and let me um, just
1: add, this was a sold-out show that was fifty thousand people.
2: You know what's weird it says ninety-nine thousand, but that can't be real, right?
1: I don't think so. The the all right capacity I believe you. The capacity was was 49 something and it was the, okay.
0: maybe for the U2 show but maybe it's
1: Oh no it was two nights so that math might be right. Oh
2: okay. Oh my god. Did we play two nights? You yeah. did. You played oh, wow. October
1: 26th and 27th.
2: Ooh, see, <laughs> I don't remember any of this stuff, man. That's so cool. All right, no, well we
1: did. We did. Because the combined, so that those numbers yeah. were probably right with the combined. But but yeah. that's a that's a huge audience, I imagine. For I mean, even if only we, half those
0: were in their seats,
1: <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah, plenty of people were just like, "All right, yeah, well, you know, Sunday, buddy, Sunday. What's happening? I don't need right. this, right? But but um, but we, still, we felt something. There was something cool there. I felt I could just feel it. I could feel like there's a little bit more open-minded, younger, younger, younger crowd, whatever. We, um, were,
1: much, we were
2: much younger. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, we yeah. are now. So, <laughs>
1: well, I mean, we're definitely going to be a younger crowd than the Stones back then, at least. That's what I
2: mean. Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Younger and like less sort of like cynical men, but you know, whatever. But Stones were great. Don't get me wrong. So yeah, I remember the first night, so we're so excited you can imagine like we sort of just came we've been playing for a few and plus i'd been in a band when i was in my early 20s we got signed to island and so like i was a vet of this this band but really super green and um and we're backstage before the show all nervous and all tripped out but excited and then there's a knock on the door you know about this this is musty no musty. i just I i've been, like, been
0: waiting for something like this
2: yeah <laughs> knock on the door open the door it's bono car- carrying a, a bottle of of uh, like bufli clo or dom or whatever and a 12 pack of guinness going in, you know in the other hand hey hey can i come in and say hello we're like a <laughs> of sputter <Whoa>. sputter like <laughs> I mean, and so he he walks in and, and he goes Hey yeah, I brought you guys uh, black velvet. We drink black velvet. It's champagne and Guinness. It's what we drink. It's delicious. You should try it. I'll leave it here, and later we try black velvet. It, it's a little. It's not. Yeah, champagne and Guinness. Mm. No, never had but, it. Yeah, but
1: really?
2: just,
1: yeah. it's it's got a great name and a great premise, yeah. but it's not good.
2: Yeah, it's a little it's a little thing. However, I mean, you know, if bon- if Bonnet wanted to have a, a share of something like that's it's, it's going to happen. We're, we're going to enjoy that.
0: All we're going to enjoy it. That, that Bono wants me to. <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. I mean, so, 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 so he comes into our, our dressing room and, um, hey, man, how you guys just wanted, he just wanted to welcome you guys to the tour. Please let us know if there's anything you need. I want you guys to feel comfortable, like you're at home. This is your place. Um, and then he just sat down and I, I, I'm trying to remember if he sat on a chair. And we all sat on the floor around him. Like, like, <laughs> like we were like, the wise master was, was, was dispensing advice, something like that. Either he sat either. He was so hip that he's like, I'm going to sit on the floor and, and put them at ease. There was something where it was some you version of same
1: level.
2: Yeah. 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 Him sitting on the thing and we're just sitting around, you know, uncle Bono, like tell us your ways, you know, teach us your ways. And, and he just starts starts in with this, like, um, you know, so it's just great to have you out here. And I just wanted to just talk to you guys. And he asked us, I think he started out by asking questions, you know, where are you from? How long this and that? Just pretty quick. Um, and then he starts in with advice, like sage advice. And the cool thing was first he goes, you know, John Lennon said that first he quotes John Lennon with, when I can't remember what he said, but that was his first thing was quoting John Lennon. I'm like, Oh, like, okay. I love this guy already. I'm digging it. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, the last thing that we all kept talking about afterwards was he goes, and my last, my advice really, he was asking how much money yada yada. What do you feel like you want to do? This is only a, this is a 20 minute, half an hour conversation, P- pretty long time for a guy yeah. to give his time. Um, and he goes, I would say to you guys, wait to buy the Chinese rugs. Wait till the live album before you buy the Chinese rugs. Oh, I said, okay. That's okay. But the thing one, was, I've
0: never heard that.
2: But after he left, I realized he's quoting Iggy pop. Even in his advice, he's quoting this song. Uh, here comes success from Iggy pop where he says, you know, here comes success. Here comes my car. Here comes my Chinese rug. Like, I guarantee Bono was quoting Iggy Pop. And that's when I thought Bono is just like one of us. He is a rock and roll fan to the bone. He's read all the books or seen all the bootlegs and them thing. He loves music like we do on that same level, you know? And, and it's like, I felt so impressed by that. I just felt like he's just one of us. He's who happens to be, you know, of making this great art, right? And um, but he's like, he's a rock and roll fan, and this is what it's about. That's what it is about for like most of you know people who get into this, and people who like do your work, and often journalists, and the whole thing, right? I mean, that's right. why yeah. we do it. Yeah.
3: Well,
2: so every that's poet what is a thinking. thief, man. as
3: they say.
0: What's, What's that? Every poet is a thief, as they say. Yes, as yes. a wise exactly. old man once said. It's it's Bono. Right. Bono said that.
1: Well, well there you Jenny, go. Jenny's sister <laughs> yeah. says even fans need fans. So I don't know that that just really that yes. all came together. Well, so I I just I can't imagine fifty thousand people. Like what what do you think was the largest audience you the, had to prior to?
2: Just 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 remember on that last the last thing I say about this is like how cool does the, does it, it just speaks a lot to this person and these yeah. people that he's like, this is our first, this is this little peon yeah. band, this young band. I'm going to go in, I'm going to welcome them. I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to put them at ease and say, this is, this is what's ours is yours. Enjoy. And that's what they did. And then the second night, the same thing, we're in there and we open the door and it's Adam, Adam Clayton with, with, bottle of champagne and a 12 pack of Guinness. Now Adam did not stay as long or have as much to say as, as Bono, but so sweet. And that that's my story about that, because that was like, that made a big impression on us, you know, like this is how you treat people. Right. I mean,
0: right. right. And is, that's they, like they didn't have to do any of that to like, no, give you on no. the stage. Like it, the more and more that, I mean, we have our own, you know, Heartfelt real interactions with the band, but <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what I was going to say. Hill and I are sharing a notes,
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I see your note. Are you see my <laughs> I'm like, Uh-oh. that's not my handwriting. Okay, this is what I was going to say. Just like, we, we <laughs> call him our uncle.
2: <laughs> oh, Uncle Bono. and so
0: you said yeah. Uncle Bono, we people, don't, people ask us all the time how we met, and we tell them we have the same uncle. And they're just like uh, okay, and then they yeah. walk away.
1: But we met, the reason we met was back in the very early 90s, we met on a like a chat room kind of thing, bulletin board, internet kind of Pre-AOL. about you too.
0: Yeah,
1: and we've been friends for th- almost 30 years. I mean, on a,
2: on a YouTube bulletin board type thing, yeah,
1: we, on a YouTube, uh, yeah. Bulletin- we literally yeah. met on the internet in the
0: early nineties. But 90s. like,
1: like we've we more, we're more free to to talk about that now. But there was a time where we just would not admit that to anybody. How did you meet? Like, I was a bridesmaid <laughs> in Jenny's wedding, and I'm not going to just sit there and say, "Oh, because I know Jenny. I live in Virginia. She lives in Ohio. I'm you know Jenny. We love th- you too." Yeah, that mm-hmm. wasn't something that we said back then. Except that we did have to start saying that at Jenny's wedding because we figure people there would know her uncle because
0: my cousin asked (laughs) how did you meet and his dad is my only uncle (laughs) so he we couldn't say
1: we have a mutual uncle anymore but but generally that's what we always would say we go we go to a U2 show or something and people would say you know oh how do you know each other and we're like oh yeah we have a mutual uncle
2: nice Isn't it? I mean, that's the best, that's like, you know, the best bands can do that. Like bring people, obviously bring people together, make lifelong friendships and more something bigger than just, just by their art. I mean, it's heavy and you two, I got to say is just on the, on the level of the bands that do that, they do, they really do it on a very high and deep level. Like,
0: oh, that's so good to know.
2: And and the other thing, the last thing I would say was, yeah, no, that's all I'm going to say. I, I remember I was saying before, like, yeah, I like you 2 and I knew their tunes. I knew their hits. Yeah. But, like, I didn't actually get it until we had been playing with them for, for a few shows. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand why. I'm like, hey, you 2s great, like, you know, but I didn't get it. But I watched them every night, and then finally, it just went, it was like a lightning bolt. I'm like, oh, you know, it just did something uh. uh different that they bring and anyway it took me a minute to get it i'm not sure what my point is but um i find at least i eventually figured it out you know what happens at their concerts is something is 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 you know it's um, different yeah yeah anyway it is our our
0: church as you say
1: yeah
2: right it's
1: my favorite place in the world to be Yeah. yeah okay so there was an article and i tried to find more details of but i just most of it is just from my memory but there was an article um in spin magazine back in like i don't know the early 90s that kim deal from the pixies and the breeders said it, it was not a good experience opening for youtube it was not a friendly mm. experience and shortly after the pixies opened for that for you too, they broke up but i don't think that has anything to do with anything um but she said they weren't like given sound checks or anything like that and um, is that a thing well, i mean do, is you know that-
2: what that's that's so so far removed from from here that reminds me of like some uh, just a couple stories i should tell you like and hey maybe you know the early 90s i mean maybe there was like a rough period for them Maybe the I I know I'm not going to say anything because I certainly like how do I put it? But you know, Kim Deal has gone through some stuff of her own, and, yeah, and God, sure. and I don't know. Anyway, none of that really matters. Um, my experience was not only did they come in and did the hey hey hey, but um, I remember having um, dinner or lunch in the like after sound check. the commissary remember that and it it was so exciting to see this their their, the machinery of the u2 show is like you know uh 200 man crew 25 trucks these numbers like were so crazy to us like what there's 25 because we we knew about the one truck maybe but 25 trucks not even one truck for us but like um 25 trucks 200 man road crew with getting there and seeing the thing being assembled and knowing, Oh yeah. And there's another one being assembled right now at, at the next gig. They did some kind of thing like that where they staggered the work yeah. of, of setting up. But I, there was one day, there were a few days, and there was one day in, in particular where I remember with uh, somebody else in my band, having lunch with the uh, sitting down at a table full of crew guys that had finished and were eating maybe dinner, early dinner. And they said, Hey, welcome, welcome to the tour. These, these, a uh, couple of crew guys started talking to us, one in particular. And uh, I said, yeah. He said, how you like it? Is everything okay so far? Yeah, it's amazing, man. This is great. Blah, blah, blah. The food, by the way, the catering that the, that the, the crew was eating. Awesome. I mean, everything was really good. And then the guy looks at me and he goes, you know what? He said, every, and I sort to God, it wasn't being, it didn't seem like he was being melodramatic. He said, every one of us would die for these guys. They know all our names. He's talking about the four members of too yeah. yeah, he said they know all our names. They frequently come down and say, "Hey, Paul. Hey, this. Hey, that." He said. Uh, he said they treat us like a family. That's why we love what we do. We love this job, and that's why you know everything comes off as it does. And there's some mistakes that happen, of course, but there's some other thing that happens. It, it has to come from the top down like that. Yeah, You know what I mean? And so he just made a big point to tell me this. I was eating my, you know, um, chicken Parmesan or whatever. And he's going, listen to me. I mean, it was like, <laughs> we would, each one of us would die for, I mean, it was, it was like a little, a little, it was a little melodramatic, but little it was, like, I felt his, I felt his truth. He was just telling me, these are awesome dudes. We like what we do. But, you know, what did he say? I'm trying to think. Yeah. I think I told you everything.
0: Well, it is so yeah that was a heavy
2: moment for me i was like wow man he's really you know yeah sorry to interrupt you
0: man. oh no i was interrupting yeah. you um i mean it is like so many of their people have been with them since like their main people have been with them since they were teenagers mm-hmm. But like that's the culture that they've built around them and it's lovely to hear that about you know all the crew members
2: yeah i'm sorry about that kim Deal. i mean Maybe that you never know. I think there's all kinds of, obviously, as you know, yeah. like bad, there's bad days. There are bad weeks. There's drama happening with this. The lemon's broken or whatever. And that yeah. that's not good. I mean, that's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, or yeah. or even worse, there's, there's worse stuff that happens. Somebody gets really seriously injured or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't know. I, I imagine that you two hone their thing as they, you would have to being mm-hmm. the only band mounting these kind of uh, shows. I wonder what tour that was that they- It that was the Zoo
1: Pik-
2: TV. Can you imagine? It wasn't like, Zoo TV like the most, the uh, the most um,
1: yeah. craziest High-tech.
2: tour mounted yeah. until that point. I mean, it but, was like- yeah,
1: And it was not just, it wasn't just the big stage. It was the, the beginning of Zoo TV. I saw them, the Pixies open for you too, And I, I, I wasn't, I don't remember. Like, I mean, I, I don't even remember the U2, it was my first U2 show, so I don't even remember U2 that much, but it was, it, I imagine it was probably, it was early on in the tour, they were small venues, I imagine uh, it was, you know, tough, yeah. but yeah. But they, I think her word was, it was a, a very thankless job or something like that, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, it really,
3: Dude.
1: it stuck with me for, it has, that has stuck with me for ever I can't get that out of my head and,
2: well I think I feel yeah
1: but I mean again I'm sure they were extenuating circumstances because no one else has ever said anything like that before
2: yeah or maybe like you know when you're young like um or younger whatever I'll speak for myself when I was young I, I sort of had to grow up a little bit and maybe a little focus on me and uh, yeah. I don't know I have no idea but anyway that yeah. wasn't my experience. I would imagine that you two honed their thing as they went along and they kept yeah. mounting mm-hmm. these things and they finally I bet you at some point they they found their feet. Yeah. And and were able to have an, an absolutely like pretty um functional thing happening. Yeah. I remember the other thing was um you must know this that like all of our roadie all their roadies are are can play the whole set just in case anybody gets sick. Yeah. Anybody. That includes Bono or whatever. Yeah. Which I doubt ever happened, but they're like
1: yeah that's not true though they had um well it was a ben- it was a re- benefit for red and bono was in a bicycle accident and they had oh, chris martin Bernstein and chris martin
0: but, not, not, a U- for him. but show.
1: not a u2 show but still those weren't too- those weren't shabby they-, they weren't too shabby
0: and too shabby yeah, that's but yeah i mean I'm chris thinking, martin fill in
1: yeah and i think that i think that chris be... martin had a shirt that said like fill in singer or some substitute singer or something like that but anyway but they do like i mean there is an, an infinite
0: show where adams um that's the one they told me about had, yeah. to, had to fill in yeah i mean yeah. In listening to them sound check you wouldn't know the difference it's
2: you crazy. would know i know yeah it's just yeah They're but kind of, um amazing. yeah Let's see so what else.
0: You brought up the I lemon. Have more
2: stories, but go ahead, and please, please.
0: But you you brought up the lemon, and I believe you have a lemon story.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. So so one so one of the shows, like I was carrying around tour, uh, I carried this thing that was like this big, like a video camera from my dad. So even at the time, it wasn't it wasn't like high tech. It was like <laughs> my dad had this this you know like the cartridges were that big, and um. But I took it on tour, and I had it during that youtube jaunt and so i have i i wish i could have found it before this thing because it's super funny but it's kevin and i and we we totally like bad boys went after sound check and like waited let's go so we we organized the the mission to get into the lemon and so i've got footage of us going. we're inside
1: the lemon oh my god
2: well we're like shh don't say anything don't touch anything we're inside. And so anyway, I've got some footage of that, but yeah, there was, there was that. And um, what else? Uh, There was a show where it was raining. It was an, I think that this part of the stage was, was uh, outdoors was, was open to the, the, to the open air. And they had lined the stage with like tarps that were a little slippery.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: so um by that point i think two or three shows in was maybe when i i i was like i'm going out on that ramp i'm going down the thing to all the way to the end and gonna rock out at the end all right you know and um so that by that point i was also like catching air and jumping and all this shit of course i had to jump during the rain on a tarp took a little jump fell and just went and just landed on my my rump super you know just pounded (laughs) um and uh, I had to but somehow like I was so spry and youthful that I just popped back up and was able to get back on two feet. So whatever. But later that night, we were talking to Bono. That was the other thing was we had like we got to talk to them and hang out with them several more times. In fact, we rode on their plane one night from one town that, to the next. That was I'll one tell of you the that night. in a minute. Yeah. yeah but, but but um, and Bono goes, so I heard somebody fell on the stage tonight. <laughs> Who was it? And, and, and I was like, I was me. It was me. He goes, you're in good company because Edge did too. <laughs> so the Edge apparently fell also. So I felt like, yeah, Edge fell too. Yeah. All right.
3: Won't
0: be yeah. long. Well. Bono's had his spills. So.
2: Right? Every, I mean, come on. You're out there. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he called you out on it. <laughs>
2: he could so totally like, call me out.
0: That makes me wonder, like, was it word of mouth? Do they watch the opening act? Like, I don't that know. That
2: makes me wonder too. I was yeah. just thinking about that. I'm like, who reported back to Bono? One of the guys said, Bono. <laughs> you know, like, what happened? Probably not. Break break it probably on wasn't one. so... Yeah, it wasn't probably that conspiratorial, but... Exactly. Somebody it's reported to, to things, Bono.
3: So. Yeah, I you know,
1: yeah. And, um, for one of the Oasis shows, Adam came out from under the B stage to watch Watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. oh so they could be like sneaky sneaky
1: yeah well adam, oh, adam wasn't yeah. <laughs> because he had that blue hat on and it was, like he stuck out like a sore thumb like it was very clear that he was there but um but i mean if they dress properly yeah they,
2: they, can can be yeah, they could be anywhere you never know yeah in fact can. in fact there's a footage for some reason i can't remember how i even figured it out i live in a the south bay of los angeles there's a town called Carson, which is a really small, kind of a little uh, industrially town. It's one of the only IKEAs in Los Angeles. Is in Carson, and like, there's a picture of Edge shopping at the at the Carson IKEA, which is so bizarre. It's like, it's like the Edge going to the most remote mall in wherever the fuck you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: they're on Instagram. But, there are pictures of him. Like in a think, truck with like IKEA stuff, or like something. a really crappy pickup truck. I think he got IKEA furniture for his daughter for college or something. But that story totally. So checked cool. Out. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> a, as soon as you said IKEA, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Cool. It's famous. Well, it there is you go. famous, but that's
0: hilarious. Yeah. Okay. you Yeah. I mean, rock stars need furniture too. Like. Yes, like, they
2: do. And yes, IKEA. Yes, they crazy. do.
0: I put together an IKEA dresser yesterday.
1: It's a great stuff. Did you?
2: it's yep, good stuff yeah
1: i did okay so go tell us about the travel that is one of, on our list of yeah questions
2: okay let me see let me make let me make sure I didn't, um the travel was okay so this is unfortunately this is a little heavy and i can't remember i feel like we did two rides but but maybe not um we definitely did one because it was like one texas city to the next and so it was so close they're like hey um do the guys want to ride with do the guys want to fly with us it's really it's an hour or 45 minute flight right on the pop mark Mart jet so cool we're like hell yeah we want to fly on the pop Mart jet so we're all excited because we knew before the, even the show was over and then we were, I think we we're like getting on the jet or about to get on it, or after we got on it, we sat down and it's like, there's like, I mean, it really is full mode. There's, hello, you know, there's a stewardess there who was going to get, serve you whatever, like, you know, caviar and all kinds of awesome food. And, and it's a little foo foo, but, but in a cool way. Yeah. And we were at the sort of front and there, there are obviously like their product tour managers and people like that that are sitting up. Uh, still, still looking at their laptops or whatever. Would there be laptops back then? I don't know. They felt like there were still people doing business.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. I'd even after the be. show. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Laptops, yeah, there are laptops. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and so, um, and then we're waiting, and then they told us, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's bedrooms back there. There's four bedrooms. Each bedroom has a shower. In the plane, they're massive. There's like king size bed. I'm like, really? I'm looking back trying to picture them. Like, how did they get in? I, I, I couldn't picture this space because it was pretty luxurious. The front part of the plane was like uh, spacious. Anyway, um, and then suddenly like we're waiting, waiting. And somebody comes up and goes, I can't remember who it was. Maybe one of the, yeah, I think it was, must've been a, a, a tour manager person. You guys really sorry. Uh, tonight we've just found out the band found out that Michael Hutchins uh, killed himself. That was the night Michael Hutchins died from in excess. Yep. And those guys were tight, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think like they were Michael pretty
0: tight. Bono. Were in, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it came up at the same time and you probably guys probably know, Um, it makes perfect sense. So I felt like, Oh man, you know, at first, uh, you know, a little bit, I was like, Oh, that's unfortunate. But, I was, you know for us selfishly but i also felt like yeah that's wow that's terrible yeah and you know what though still still this is getting to this point who comes up to that you know the the planes like half an hour from landing and who comes wa- coming out of the back and is bono and edge sat down with us in our seats and like there's edge sitting on the side of the, i mean both of them just very casual because they've been riding this plane for months yeah and um and um just started talking to us we're really sorry our friend died we just found out about it like after we got off stage and normally we would be up here hanging out and maybe drinking but it's like it just we're just trying to process it so thanks for understanding of course he still sat and talked to us and yeah da da and i remember i was listening to i was hearing edge talking to kevin yeah. and because at the be- beginning of uh the song how's it going to be which is a third eye blind single there's a auto harp that Kevin plays and in Ireland they call it a zither. Yeah. And so I remember I was I just happened to be I was like ooh edge is Kevin's having his moment with edge i was so excited <laughs> for him and I, and he goes so I hear you're playing a zither at the top of that uh, song I really like it like it was really and I knew Kevin was just in his head was just doing somersaults you know like yeah. just the joy of that moment um so yeah they just he talked to us and i just i remember bono sitting on the edge of, of, a, of a seat as the plane hit the tarmac and it was like you know turbulence like boom 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 just chilling not like yeah it's i'm not i don't have any seat belt but uh just finishing his thought they were super nice to us so that's just another example of that that i wanted to tell you guys about yeah
0: that was the okay the first show after Michael Hutchins dies was that was the show that I was at when you all opened was in San Antonio. And um, yeah, that was it.
1: So you must have flown scene. with them from yeah. New Orleans to San Antonio. Because, sure. You're right. Well, yeah. I was, I was at both of those shows and, um, I mean, that was rough for all of us. I mean,
3: yeah,
0: and
1: and the fact that that Bono stopped to talk to us as well was,
0: yeah, we had a, I guess a Michael Hutchins moment with him too. It Was yeah,
2: really?
1: Yeah, yeah. he stopped. You at, two guys, us, us, us yeah. and our
0: friends. Yeah,
1: us with our nice. friends. We talked to him. We would we would wait outside the hotels or whatever and find them. Um, yes, which for people who are listening, we highly discourage that. These days, because it's, it's different, different world. It's a different world. Totally. Um, I look back at that. I don't always have the best feelings that we did that because I mean it was, you know, personal invasion. They, but they, but welcomed, said, they welcomed it. They, they welcomed us. Again, if you're listening in 2022,
0: do not do that. It's not it's a good. It's now. There's like. Hundreds of people at the hotels and stuff. It's not safe for anyone. No, uh, it was like It's a different
2: time. Yeah, that's a while ago. That's a totally. Different it was really time, pre I
0: mean. pre internet information. Social I mean, we yeah.
1: didn't we yeah. didn't get this information from internet or anything. We just kind of use logic it out. <laughs> to figure out where they would be. Because um, yeah. in most places, there are only a certain number of places they would stay. And there'd be
0: like a dozen people waiting, in. right?
1: Sometimes not even that many. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. go ahead. Just... I just
2: think U two is one of those bands that, like, because they're from the original, like, right around the original punk scene, the punk sort of DIY thing. They're still there with that, if possible, until things get out of control. Keeping it as as, and you um would know must know way more about it than I, but. Uh, keeping as close as possible to their fan base when, whenever possible, right? Yeah. Like, they, it's like, this is, that's ingrained in the people that came from that time. And, and uh, actually a lot of people, even people now, but especially for those guys, seems like. So I'm sure they were fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, because there were times they wouldn't stop and security be like, you know, tonight's not the night. But otherwise security yeah. would come ahead and be like, okay, their band wants to say hi. Line up on the sidewalk as long as everyone's cool, they'll stay.
3: Nice. But there, was, there wow. was protocol.
0: Yeah, they it was awesome. They I mean, they make it very clear that they would not be where they are without the collective us.
2: Reality. Right. That's just real. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's good. I mean, we're we're just appreciative of of that kind. I mean, as fans to have somebody who is The band as a whole who's that kind to us i mean like like what you're saying it it, that's i'm sure most people don't have that opportunity to
2: probably not you know and it depends on like what the band how the band how the uh, band members are like how they feel about that kind of i was always in third eye blind i was always the nice the the dude you know the like i tried to be um because why not? Because it's like it just feels like if you can, if I'm if I've got the energy to do it. And so mm-hmm. I'll hang out. And but I, I read about like um, people are still doing it when, when it's safe. Big bands, you know, Metallica yeah. or whatever. Like there are still people that understand that relationship. And I think that does. It just comes back to being a fan themselves. Just like yeah. they know what it feels like to 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 love something like in that way. And want to hang out and say hello and and just touch base real quick and not be creepy about it but but like make contact and you know keep in touch keeping grounded like with your yes. with your people that so yeah i think they relate to it because i guarantee pretty pretty i mean i'm not just, not everybody's like this but who knows maybe bono if he was bono went to go see iggy pop play with the original hunts you know the the sales brothers maybe that that Bus for Life band toured Ireland, which I don't think they did. But if they had, yeah, maybe he would have been outside waiting, trying to say "What's up" to Bowie and Iggy and the Sales Brothers, and just to, just to say, "Hey, yeah. great show! Thank you, guys." I mean, yeah, you know, that's what we like. Well, we love it. I, well, he
1: he got the chance to do all that as a. I'm sure he didn't have to wait out. You know, he's <laughs> not the way anymore.
2: Outside outside not anymore. No, he's he's he's. He's, he's got having, the direct, He's yeah. got the yeah, he's, all good. Cover. he's in yeah. the mix. You know what? So so that's what it was, man. I just like just not to beat a dead horse. But yeah, I felt that when when the end of that tour, I just thought, this is the biggest band in the world playing these stadium shows with the with the goods to back it up, with the music to back that up, right? Yeah. And and um they are living proof. This thing about, I think at that time they were still they told I, I heard, yeah, man they split everything four ways or five ways with Paul, Paul McGinnis. Right. now, I don't know how true that is, or maybe that that must've changed even back then. I know I just, I actually, after your podcast, you said they had got somebody else. I'm like, what? And I looked it up and I was like, whoa, but uh, it it seems amicable. It seems like it's, it is what it is. It's business.
0: That was story five ways. That was how it was always told.
2: Yes. And, and like, that's huge. I mean, and the bands that do that, seem to be on to something the chilies have a kind of an equal thing and they're doing awfully well um yeah. green day has a kind of an equal thing happening they're doing awfully well i think it's it's like this idea of like you know if you are kind to everyone in your band and everybody's then everybody's encouraged to contribute and you're firing on all the cylinders everybody's giving their best you're gonna be more powerful you're gonna you're gonna right
1: there's a quote bono had i mean we haven't obviously read his book because it hasn't come out yet but there's a quote that i think came out this week or last week um where bono says that they're early on their manager said it's not creativity that breaks up bands it's money
3: yeah of course course. that's so
0: interesting because you know with like, like the chili peppers and green day like like you too, they're some of the only big bands still around and it makes
2: that's what I'm saying.
0: That's what they have in common. Yeah.
2: There has to no, be there
1: has to be no I agree. That's fine. There's another there's gotta be an like thinking about it, there's gotta be another aspect of that too, because they're also you know, those three bands are also just known for being amazing a lot. I mean, I've seen seen them all. Yeah, they're
2: good. Right? They're, they're good they're, bands.
1: Yeah, I mean, but there's, but, so, I think there's something about I, being, I don't know, there, having a successful career and being successful, like, live has to have something to do with that, too, because... Of course.
2: Yeah. and That's the other thing I, I, I well, one thing I would say is, you know, there's this sort of stereotype, stereotypical myth, like, you've got to be an asshole to make it in the business. In fact, John Lennon said you've got to be a bastard to make it in this, you know, that's, this is a thing, right. In business and entertainment, whatever. Yeah, And I think you two are the proof that you don't actually, you don't have to be an asshole. You, you, you can also get there the other way you can. And um, um, so, yeah, but it's speaking to what you're saying about them being good. That was the other thing was U2 I've noticed because since then I've gone, I've been to a couple of U2 shows. I just saw their tour. I, I didn't see the Joshua Tree tour. I wish I had, I saw them play at the NLA a couple of years ago and it was just so emotional. But what I remembered was, Oh yeah. U2 the band that betters their records live.
3: Oh, absolutely. I, I think yeah.
2: they take their, what they've done and, and somehow they, and you know, they better it. They just, they, their music comes alive and, and, and live and sounds better, which is super hard to do. It's super hard. You're, you've got people trying to sing in key and yeah. play on time. And you two just, the songs just come up. You you really feel like, oh, this is what it must have felt like in the early stages of them writing and rehearsing. And especially that the one thing I remember, even Kevin and I, we remember the song, uh, It's Gone. I heard you guys talking about this song, right? yeah. And, yeah. So I we heard about it, too, when we were touring. The thing was, yeah, 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 they're out here, but they didn't really finish their record, but they had to put it out, but yada, 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 yada. And we're like, wow, okay, what does that mean? That sounds terrible. And then so they would play that song that was pretty early in the set, and we'd just watch it, I'd still be watching. And that song would come on, and just the whole thing would just, fuck. I mean, it was intense. Yeah. And then um, there's a part in the song where it's, it's the chorus, and it's like, um, I'm not going down. And then it's down, right. He sings the background. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, man, that background is so sweet. This is so powerful. When I went back and I listened to the record, that background isn't on the record because they hadn't figured out how to do it yet. And yeah. the song on pop is like mm, not the same as as what I was watching every night. Like, oh know, for sure. That's a knock it. The thing obviously no, they oh, found there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We like to say that the songs on the albums are like the teenage version, and then they still have to grow up, and they grow up on yeah. stage. A, a pop songs are babies.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they've got a lot yeah,
0: of growing good. to do. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, but Ooh.
1: lovely singing. Lovely the, singing. Oh, thank you. The um <laughs> this is this is this was not a this was not on our list, but I have to mention so Bonan talks about. Um, So, Palmart, you know, they had ups and downs with that tour that, you know, they had a few shows that were, I mean, they had plenty that that were sold out, but they had a few duds here and there. The ones that Bono talks about, I think the most were the L.A. Coliseum, which really was very, very empty. And the worst, I think. Really? Yeah, very. And New Orleans, which was one of the shows that, that you guys played. right. I um I mean I rem I remember I remember I mean I that was the first show that I saw Third Eye bon- I mean we I said two shows, but I mean I was blown away. But that show was not on their end, one of their best shows. And Bonin talked mm. about it that it it felt like he said he could smell like people eating like popcorn from the stage. It was like there was just this disconnect and it wasn't it wasn't County best, Fair yeah it wasn't a little bit county fair vibe i think i guess so but i mean i remember looking around and it not it not looking like it like the show i saw before then i guess had been detroit
0: yeah and yeah
1: my show prior to that was detroit which was was a big sold out show. san antonio was was a big sold out show um but for some reason new orleans wasn't and bono talked about it being um just kind of a humbling experience. I remember them not not playing great that show, but you guys like rock that place. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was my that's more my highlight of uh, thank you of the night. I have to give you the compliment, but, but I felt like I felt like um, I don't know. Bono has talked about it, just being there and feeling like you know people didn't turn out, and but he I remember did, that. It was very very empty. Um, it this? But scene. I don't
2: remember. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, no, it's okay. But I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know. It to, to I just remember. I remember vividly that was the first time that I'd seen you all play, and uh, it was pretty amazing. But but Blana, he wasn't on that night. He was a little. He seemed a little distracted, and I've seen a couple shows like that. Um, but I, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, clearly you guys didn't have that. I mean, that vibe because.
2: you we were just. <laughs> You're like, we're just, we're just so, so glad so, to be we're here. here. Just there. We're just yeah. so glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. no matter what, if there's shit's getting thrown at us, it doesn't matter if I'm falling. Oh. But I do remember now that you mentioned it actually. And I was, as I was looking at the Wikipedia, I was like, Oh shit. Looks like a few of these shows we played were sort of underattended, but then I remembered, yes, hearing, oh no, they didn't sell as many tickets to this one. It's like, man, what a heavy that, that, you know, that goes for any band that's trying to sell out yeah. any size venue. Yeah. You know how many tickets you've sold. But when they've got that 25 trucks and 200 people on the road, right. It's a drag, obviously, to know that, like, so, but I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember seeing, like, oh, yeah, they don't sound as good tonight. I just, it's all so exciting to me. And and my journey was really, show by show, realizing, oh, that's why this is, you know, that's yeah. why these people care about this.
3: Yeah.
2: It's, yeah. it's like, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here besides just music. And like, and I wasn't always a, a lyric person anyway. So I'm a more, I'm, I write a lot of music. Yeah and so but the lyrics are obviously and you two are insane i mean it's really a big part of the thing and so i finally just started to get it yeah but um i know they had some rough shows and they had some malfunctioning and i hope that us going into the lemon that day didn't cause (laughs) the
3: malfunction
0: (laughs) we broke the lemon (laughs) i don't think it broke till europe
2: right okay well this was
0: this was after.
1: this was after europe Yeah. yeah Yeah. Oh, thanks. this was oh. So we did
2: break the lemon. Okay. No. Okay. Good. Well,
1: no, no. If it, it was. I heard they broken.
2: got stuck in the lemon and they couldn't get out in Japan. What yeah. happened?
1: Uh, Help Japan. us.
2: I don't yeah. Know. You, anyway,
1: you, you maybe Honestly. did break the lemon. So.
2: <laughs> we broke the lemon. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay.
1: okay. The bills they, coming in the mail. Yeah. The lemon is
0: actually for sale, I believe. Really. I believe the lemon's okay. for sale. No, <laughs> it's been for sale for years.
1: Somebody bought the claw from Three Sixty. It's in a Utah aquarium.
2: What the claw? The
0: big three sixty from the three sixty tour. that was in the oh, round. Okay. That was like the claw that they had over it. that's What they called it? There's now yeah. an, an aquarium in Northern Utah that has their outdoor exhibits are under one of or in one of the claws or under one of the. Cool. It's pretty cool. So now that, you know, you had your Pop Mart experience and got the Mm -hmm. All That Is U2, do you have a favorite album and or song that you can pinpoint?
2: Um, Well, the other thing I want to say is I met my wife at a U2 show.
0: You did not.
2: I met my wife at the Texas U2 show, the woman I'm married to now. In
1: '97.
2: in ninety seven, and and um, we had like a fling for a minute, and then I didn't. We didn't sort of hang out for you for many, many many years.
3: You that show. You're kidding. Yes,
2: oh it's God. super cool, and so, and so I remember like you know, it's just it's really special actually because so when we went to this this recent show, which was the show before no after the Joshua Tree tour, that must have been I think it was before COVID. Was,
1: yeah, nineteen. And I. So
2: 18 18 18 and and they were so good man and they have just you know you know what song i love is um well let's let's save that for the thing but you know so going to see you two with my wife was really like because now we're she's i'm you know 52 she's a little older and so we were super young and um oh. you know i met her there and i remember like standing by the the this the uh engineer sound desk watching their set Mm -hmm. and that was when I met her and and sort of weird flirting and courting or whatever and um we had a little kiss and uh and with or without you (laughs) I I I kid you not so so this with or without (laughs) you's playing and there's this thing and that memory is there and so uh this last time that we saw them was like man I love this band I do love this band I'm so grateful that our paths crossed and that I and then I got to like get it i got to get it because i have the same kind of devotion for a bunch of other bands and, and in my life and music means everything to me but but you know when i figured out what you two why you two is you two yeah. so like today i i pulled up sunday bloody sunday the the video to remember the feeling of being 13 and watching that and like not understanding exactly why it was hitting me so hard but now I'm a little hipper and older and <laughs> I get it. And I was, I was a little bit moved. I was almost going to have a little moment while yeah. just watching the thing on my phone, you know, like yeah. it's so intense. So it's was a she, really heavy it, band.
0: Was, was yeah. she in oh. the audience or was she working?
2: No, no, no. She, she, she came to the show and, and I invited her and like, she had been writing me letters and she, she was like a fan. Oh eye. Gotcha. She, so, so
0: she was a third eye blind fan.
2: Third eye blind fan. Oh, oh, you that. know what I forgot so to tell awesome. you guys? Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Okay. That's cool. So so I'm that's trusted good. your and, gut
0: um, and it worked out. I love that.
2: Yeah, it's a trip, right? I mean, that's like, I mean, whatever. It is what it is, but it's pretty, there's something yeah. cool there. The one thing I forgot was at the last night of the show of our tour, they somebody came and said, hey, hey, they, the guys want to see you. If you want to come backstage and they finished their set they mm-hmm. want to come backstage and hang out. They just want to say, say goodbye, take a photo, whatever. So we all were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went back to the thing and I'll never forget it. It was, and we have the best photo of, of the four of us. So super casual. <laughs> and I, and I went back and it was like, I can't remember what, I feel like each band member went to their, to their dude. Like Steven went to Bono and Kevin went to the edge. And Brad went to Larry and I went to Adam and Adam came out you know how Adam's always got like a, like a grin, like, yeah. like I know something you don't and it's just no problem.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right? like, what his face looks like all the time. It's just oh, so it's like,
2: there's really no reason for you to worry about this. Just, I got that. We got this. But so, so he, and he had the coolest like um bone. um. Yeah frame glasses yeah i was like man those glasses are cool he's like oh yeah i got them at blah 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 i'm like wow and so but adam came out the only one in a bathrobe with his hair wet and he's like
3: ah he was like
2: if he just he was so it was so refreshed and he he had just taken a shower yeah and he was holding the harry potter book because harry potter had just come out the books maybe they were on the she was on her third book maybe there was no films none of that Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm reading this book. It's absolutely amazing. You've got to read it." Like, okay, cool. With Adam, you say, you know. So we just wrapped for a minute, and he's there in his bath bathrobe, and they were just so sweet, man. They were so like, so when you see the picture of us, that we all have dumb grins on our faces, and it's like, I I have to get that picture somewhere, but
0: yeah, that was the last.
2: Yeah, that was the last night of the tour, so.
0: How quickly did you go by Harry Potter?
2: I didn't go by Harry Potter that quickly. <laughs> it took me a minute because we were still doing, you know what happened was, we were alternating, it's another story, but um, we had one more show to do with one or two with the Stones, Yeah. And at the very last Stone show, I got, it was in Atlanta in the winter, and it was snowing, and I got like the worst virus, and then after that Stone show, we got on a plane and flew to England, and when I got to England, I was in my, they got to my hotel room and I was hallucinating and I called my, I said, something's wrong with me. And they came, a doctor came to my room and they're like, he's got 104.5 temperature. He's got to go to the hospital now yeah. or his brain's oh going to fry. Yeah. Which yeah. probably did fry, which may explain some of what's happening here. But so anyway, I, I spent the next three days in, in like a bed, just sweating.
0: Oh my God. Anyway,
2: so it, it took me a minute, but I did get to Harry Potter and it was good. <laughs> so
0: Hillary listens to Adam's, things too when adam tells you to do something you do it
1: he uh right and he had he right he had he did have this look on his face like i know something you don't know and he did and this is i don't know this is my favorite story like ever i have to tell it all the time but we went jenny and i were in uh, a youtube show for pot martin dc and i was going like the next day to raleigh north carolina to another show so excited big plans and everything. And I mean, I live in Virginia, so it's, you know, the same distance. But Adam was like, oh no, you haven't heard, the show got canceled. And I'm just like, my life is over, you know? Like, like, I I, I really, I had to, I must have looked like awful. Like (laughs) I was just devastated. And he said, but here's some news that hasn't been announced yet. Oasis is opening for us in Oakland. You should go to those shows. Ooh. And I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she went to Oakland. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: I was, and I so was, cool. you know, I was 20.
2: Uh, That's so cool that you had 22, 23, something like that.
1: 20. Yeah, 22.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Quality time with Adam where you could just go, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, but
1: I, I couldn't, but I literally was like, yeah, okay.
0: okay. Well, the funny part is that not 10 minutes earlier, we had seen Bono and she was like, see you in rally." And he's like, okay.
1: didn't say anything. He didn't say crap to me. Oh. Like, like he didn't oh, say no. anything like, oh. Curse
2: did... Bono. Yeah, yeah. it really, I-,
1: I didn't hold it again. I do a little bit, but, but just a little bit. But um, those shows in Oakland were for many, many years, two of the best shows I'd ever seen. I mean, it was-
2: Oasis opening for you too? That it, sounds heavy, man. That's like,
1: Mind-blowing. Wow. I still can't. I still can't. Um, I mean, it was just two shows in Oakland. And, two again, nights
2: I, in Oakland Coliseum?
1: Oakland Coliseum. And it was, um, I still can't even believe. Like, I crazy. talk about those shows like I still can't even believe that I was there. And just that I was fortunate to be at that point in my life because, you know, couple years later I wouldn't have been able to do that yeah. but but that was also our um or I, I did a lot of shows in California and then that summer and then a few other Chicago a few other places but our anthem was uh, semi-charm I mean it was you guys were like our, our summer songs
3: and
1: oh, cool. so when when we found out at least when I found, I mean, that you were opening, that was like, well, this is, you know. It was a big deal, yeah. It was a we like, huge really big ideas. deal. It was like oh, really? my whole year. Dude. It was my whole year that just yeah. kind of
3: Super I
0: cool. mean, there had been Thank some you. really cool bands on the first leg of the store. I mean, it was Rage Against the Machine and Fun Loving Criminals and.
2: What happened to the Fun Loving Criminals? I remember the fun, I bought the record. I was totally so Yeah, they were it.
1: so good. I literally just bought their twenty fifth anniversary. Uh, crazy! We like, played
2: a lot of shows with those guys too. Like, they did. Yeah. They
1: were we. They wow.
3: were,
1: they were a lot of fun. And then remember, the leg with
0: you was like, and there was also like Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth,
2: which, which was just. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, but you know what I? I don't know. I wasn't so. quite I was the like, fan. <laughs> I know those guys. I was like, did you get to ride in the jet? Yes, we did. Ah. Oh, you know but um, but that's all right.
1: I had everybody ride I had tickets to see third eye blind and smash mouth, I guess the following year, and you did a tour with like a yeah. small venue tour. So I was with a, a friend of ours who I literally met in the street in San Francisco, yeah you two to come out, and we had tickets to see a few shows on the east coast i went to one in norfolk and then i got some horrible plague some mm. I, I mean i had like a crazy high fever i don't even remember my friend came and stayed here i don't even remember her like leaving but she had to go she went to all these shows by herself because
3: oh my
0: gosh Eesh. i like one of the first third-day blind tours i saw it. you all were with um eve six and our lady peace maybe oh, all right that sounds, that sounds right that was a great. That was I. That was just like the trio. That was nice. awesome. It was fun. That was That
1: was real. That was really great too. I saw that. In- yeah, I
0: went with my college roommate who I moved to Cleveland with. <laughs> Remember it well.
2: Yeah, Jenny. Thank you for always being so cool to me, and 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 every time coming through Ohio and going to the to the Rock Hall and checking it out it was like ooh, so exciting and so awesome. It's really really sweet. Thank you. Oh like, well, thank so, you. Really Seriously. Nice.
0: Two I two of the coolest days, I'm sorry, three. The first one of them was when you two came to tour the museum but I'm, that's just doesn't even count it's a cool day. That's just <laughs> it's, like it's
2: so it's so um different. Like yeah.
0: I spent an hour and a half giving edge to tour toward the museum. like we just won't even talk about that. But one day I got into work and I checked my voicemail and I had a voicemail from marky Ramon. That was pretty cool, but the other time was when I got a transfer from just like our information desk, and I was like, "Who's this going to be?" And it was you. (laughs)
3: I was like, "Oh, Oh, really? Yeah, nice." You all Mm -hmm. were doing
0: um, some like secret or premiere, like some something small in Toledo or something, and you invited me to come out. Me and our our friend Hillary and I, our mutual friend Amanda.
2: Oh, cool! Excellent. I remember you asked me. You asked me a question that I that I that I did not answer, right? I was going
0: to say, that's, but that does not answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not answered. Um, yeah, yeah. What's so? What my best favorite record or favorite song?
0: And or favorite something? Either and or okay. both. Yeah.
2: You know, so there's a there's a really um, we played. I will. Third I blind played. I will follow. Like a, a live at a radio station where they had a really nice recording set up. So somewhere there's a really pretty good version of us playing that song. I like I will follow, but. Honestly, there's just so many good songs. It's really hard. Yeah. You know what I really love? This is not my favorite, but you know what really, when I saw them play live was the Batman song.
3: Oh yeah.
2: which is just so, it's just because it's just that melodically the thing, I don't know if the lyrics mean anything to anyone, but that chord progression. They're actually is pretty really heavy cool. lyrics.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it? Yeah. What seems like a lighthearted song.
3: Yeah, it's
0: well, there's um, the whole lyric they want their money back if you're alive at 33. Like 33 is that's when Jesus died. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They don't want their pop like stars to live long. But that it's hold me throw me kiss me kill me and I didn't Yeah, hold get me that throw me kiss me kill me. I didn't get it until I heard it live.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's it's I yeah. thought it was the great on the Mart. thing. Pop Mart. <laughs> But but live it's like man, just like a lot of songs that I even the record the um songs of innocence
3: yeah we got
2: it i'm like yeah these are some good tunes that some are better than others you see them live boom they they you understand what what their intent is like they're that band they're that band that just like i don't know um so it's a special it's a gift because most like i said honestly most bands are trying to reproduce their thing and faltering somewhere you know sometimes it's just right. not common that that they do the opposite so
0: well and they'll that's say the that too that that's where their songs live they live live
2: i think so I, I,
0: don't, I don't know exactly what the quote is but
2: oh who said that
0: um the band bono bono Okay,
2: oh, the band um just that and how cool is the edge how cool is that dude man he's like he's just on, he's like a trapdoor spider he's just he's just <laughs> chilling in the back he's laying back in the cut and then he'll just oh just just come out with the baddest shit, the baddest vocals, the baddest music is his his background he vocals can't. owning. I mean, he's these are it's just for the baddest dudes ever, so
0: background vocals are know. amazing. I feel like so many times Bono's vocals wouldn't shine if unless it was that contrast.
1: Great. Oh, I, I agree. I totally agree. And, um like 10 days. Yeah. 10 days. We're going to New York to seven. It's seven. Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's oh. actually 10. And why does that eight. countdown say seven? Because the tickets aren't released to you until oh, three days. days before or something. Right. But anyway, so we're going and I'm sure that we have a dream sequence of, you know, hanging out with Bono, like we always do, but we oh. don't ever. Like, I think I cut off. We're going to New York to see Bono. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I'm story. stoked for you guys. Yeah. So
1: we have like, you know, a dream sequence that um well, we always have some dream sequence that maybe sometimes a little bit of it happens, but our if we have our full dream sequence where we can actually talk to him for a little bit. Oh yeah, we're to- we're totally telling him about this interview and <laughs> everything, Aww. all the good stuff because he needs to know all that too.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, man. I mean. It just like you said, just they don't have to do any of that stuff. They didn't and I just saw it over and over again. And then as if that wasn't enough, like then it was reiterated it to me from the people in the road crew. It wasn't just one person either. It was it was like a four guys looking at me in the eyeballs, going, Yes. It was like like salty dogs going one guy was talking and I looked around, the other guys were shaking their heads like, Yes, this is true. You know, and I'm like, Oh, okay.
0: Okay. They're I, awesome. I, I got it. Okay.
2: No, I mean it's it's like there it was they they cared. They somehow they wanted to tell me about this, you know, because it was real. So anyway.
0: So the most important question you have to answer, and I alluded this to you in a message earlier, is that we always we sometimes we forget, but we almost always in every episode try and think of a question that we want to ask Bono over whiskey and cake. Ooh. So that is the question for you. If you could have whiskey and cake with Bono or uh, Adam or Edge or whoever. Mm-hmm. What, no, no, we'll do Bono. We'll stick with Bono. What, what
3: might uh-huh.
0: And it can be the weirdest thing ever. Okay. Like it, this uh, doesn't have to be like this is not on your permanent record. You
1: know, we come up with some really weird stuff.
0: Yeah should have warned you that i was going to
1: ask
2: you that. <laughs> no 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 that's all right i think you might have you might have asked me but um i did not i just me, alluded but, to it you did you did what would i ask, bono um or or edge i would say i don't know um i might want to talk to larry i might want to talk to larry about some drum nerd stuff i might want to talk to larry about I might want to ask Larry, hey, how was it playing with Emmylou Harris? I might want to ask Larry about tracking drums with Daniel Lanois on Emmylou Harris's record and just get into nerd world for, for hey. 10 minutes about, like, that's one. I might say, yeah. how was that, man? Like, what did you think? Do you like the track? How did he mic you up? Like, what were the, what, how did he mic your kid up? what kind of kid did you play and, and did was it fun? Like, <laughs> and then, so just boring nerd ass, nerd music, muso shit is what I would do probably. And then the other one might be with Bono. Bono's like, I don't know what to ask Bono. Um, oh, I would ask Bono about Ash. What's your real, how do you really feel about the band Ash? Do you guys know about the band Ash? Yes. Yeah. They open for you too, but they are, they are like, I mean, for for punk rock, pop punk, whatever. Like, I love, I love this band so much. I love, I, I burn, really baby love burn. this band. What?
1: Burn baby burn.
2: <laughs> yeah, burn baby burn. But even like, they, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah. That's their third record. Burn baby yeah. burn is on the is from their third record, and their first record is like it's just a masterpiece. And I think they were all like in high school when they made it or something crazy. They're from Belfast. And so they've got pretty close ties to, to, um, and, and Bono said something really sweet. Like he called the, the guy who writes their music and sings is named a uh, Tim Wheeler. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, Tim Wheeler is like, if, uh, you know, if Brian Wilson was, was in a punk, a punk band, he just was really kind and, and he's right. So just more yeah. boring shit. I would just say, Hey Bono, what do you think about Ash? You know? And, when was the last time you saw Ash? And you want to go see Ash? You want to go listen to some <laughs> Ash records? Like, let's, let's hang out. Come on over. Which songs do you like? Like, just Ash like that. I might, ask, I might ask him about Tim Wheeler and Ash. I might ask Larry about playing drums with Emmy Lou and, and and just in general, I want to hear about making those records. I want to hear about working with Brian Eno and Lanois and all of it. Did yeah. they use the Oblique Strategy cards? You know about the cards?
0: no you guys don't
2: know so brian eno the guy who he started working with them on unforgettable fire and then did a bunch of them after that i think
3: yeah yeah he's
2: he's got he's famously like super bohemian like you know it's not it's not like hey brian which 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 martial amp sounds good with this no 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 mate listen i've got a set of cards i'm gonna flip one and this will answer your question. And you, he takes a card and puts it on the thing. And it says, act like a nine-year-old girl or something. It's just, it's just, it's its total, total like.
0: I've never heard this. Have you heard this, Hill?
2: You got to look into yeah. oblique strategies. And I guarantee those cards were used. And there's an app. You can get the app for your phone. And it's Brian Eno developed. It's a way of, lo- of looking at, you can use it in any life situation, but just, uh, creative people use them. If they're into that kind of nerdy thing, which is cool, yeah. Uh, oh man, I just can't figure out what to play on this part. Oblique strategies, like my got him here. So look, I don't know if you can still see me. Can you see me?
1: Yeah, you're frozen. No, yeah. it just
0: froze you.
2: Never mind. All right. Well, anyway, look it up on the thing. I'm back. Right. Yeah. So back. I think. Yeah, that- and it, that's what I would ask him about.
1: Okay, I think that by the time they got to like got some baby and Zeropa, he changed the strategy to like a big like chalkboard and he had like a I don't know like a stick and he yes. would like hit a word, you know, he'd hit a word and they'd have to go with that. That's, I, it, I don't yeah. know that's oblique strategies, yeah. They're pictures, they're pictures of uh okay of the chalkboard and the, I, I don't know. Actually, don't know where, but it's one of those photograph books from back in, I don't know, Zoo TV, you know, that time, but he he nice. hit the word with a stick, like a, a teacher or something, and then yeah. they'd have to play
2: this, See what this, I mean? whole,
0: this whole factoid just left. I had no yeah. idea.
2: Check it out. I'll send you, I'll, I will send you a link to both of you guys to Blink Strategies, the app. And All you right. can just shake. If you're ever in a problem, oh no, I've got to do this and this and this. I don't know if it's going to help you in real life, but if you're like doing (laughs) something creative, it might shake it and it'll tell you some random shit. That's like, turn it upside down and and walk 20 paces, just whatever. I don't know what it, you know? So yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm here for it. That's my, that's my answer.
0: That's what I'm tell Mike. I'm going to do that to my kids when they come to me with like (laughs) major, like homework problems. Oh, I've got a oblique strategy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Turn your homework upside down.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Ryan, this is amazing. Thank you so
2: much.
3: Absolutely amazing. Do you, Thank do you have for any, like, and...
0: current projects you want to plug or anything?
2: You know, I've been sort of eking away on, a, like, my own record for a while. Yeah. So I think I'm, I mean, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm at some point in the next, like, four or five months, I'm going to put out a few songs and and um, yeah. just no, no, like, you know, big to do but like oh, i'll have videos and stuff like that and but i in the meantime i'm playing uh, here and there just trying to do stuff that makes me happy and no pressure i'm not trying to like i don't know um yeah just making just,
0: just making doing my life. art Love. yeah
2: yeah yeah i just just making like some kind of art that i like i'm super proud of and then it's like if i put when i put it out it doesn't really matter what happens because if i know it's good then i'm solid right so. And I'm also trying to bring my wife into that process.
3: Oh, great. Um,
2: she yeah. can sort of sing. And I get this thing of like having your partner in there with you, you know, do or die, like just being part of it, you know? So anyway, I, I just want to make it a, fam- a family affair. I
3: love, I love it. it.
0: Awesome. I
1: love it. Well, let us know because we, uh, you know, we have uh, up every week and we're happy to plug whatever you have. Yeah.
2: Thank you. For I sure. will for sure
3: yeah
0: awesome well thank you so much this has been a blast and it's lovely to yeah.
2: connect was super thank nice you. to see you it's really nice to meet you hillary you guys are awesome i'm totally into your podcast too by the way <laughs>
0: thank you i am thank you we we have the best have time fun. best time and good nice. luck
2: have a safe trip in um in new york you will for and sure I hope, I hope you guys uh, get to get to connect and something cool you know this band deserves all of it. They deserve all of this like level of, of kind of scrutiny, support. It's like on the kind of like, I love the Beatles first, you know, when I was coming up and I was a little kid, I'm crazy about the Beatles. I've been collecting all the Beatles bootlegs and stuff. I just feel like you two might, you might be able to, you might, I mean, it sounds, I know it sounds weird, maybe you might be able to mention their name in the same breath somehow I,
3: I, right i, I think you i can. Think so yeah I
2: think and so. what other modern band like i love all the bands i love all the like post-punk bands and the, i love the police but anyway you yeah. two is deserve deserving of this like so they're they really are so anyway awesome yeah. good job so
0: well thank you thank you so much. Yeah? We'll say good night we'll let you go we appreciate okay. you hanging with us for so long super fun and um Anytime you want to come back, you're always welcome. When you're like, gosh, I just really want to be on a podcast. Okay.
1: <laughs> we, say the, we say the same thing in our imagination to Bono. <laughs>
3: like, if you, like, I know you're having a hard time.
1: <laughs> if you can't find a podcast, hit us up and we'll lay in. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Nice. Awesome. Cool, you guys. Okay. All right, okay. be okay. safe. Okay. Nice Thank meeting you. you, Hillary. You nice too. Nice
1: to meeting you, too.
3: Thank okay. you. Take care. Good night. Okay. Right. Good night.